Hi, everybody. Welcome to Busy Living Sober. It is episode 326. It's the holidays, your parent, craziness is going on. What do you do? That's our topic. What do you do? Um, today, I'm happy to tell you, we are sponsored by Soberlink. We need to talk about alcohol recovery in the workplace. Talking about sobriety and proving it to your employer can be so difficult, and our friends at Soberlink want to help. If you need a reliable way to present documented proof of sobriety to a boss or to a loved one, Soberlink can help. Soberlink is a high-tech portable breathalyzer system that uses facial recognition technology to verify identity. It has unique sensors to ensure that no other air sources are being used and sends results directly to your specified contacts. There, so there's no questioning whether or not you took the test and whether or not you altered the reporting. This is why Soberlink's remote alcohol monitoring system is considered the gold standard. Being in recovery from alcohol does not define the future of your career. Let Soberlink help. Learn more at Soberlink and request a $50 off promo code by visiting www.soberlink.com slash BLS for busy living sober. So here I am, Elizabeth Chance, on Tuesday, December 13th, 2022. It's JF's birthday. Give a shout out to JF. Tomorrow's Henry's birthday. Whoop, whoop. Um, big couple of days of birthdays. And um, my topic, as I said, is the holidays. It's feelings. It's um, being a parent. Um, I've been talking to this woman and um, she has a son that's 16 years old and is acting adamantly like he knows it all and he's been getting in trouble with the police and you know just being stopped not like just doing shenanigans that kids do but he's not scared and i feel like there's this weird factor today where kids aren't scared anymore and i don't know where that came from and the disrespect that they have towards adults and you're like oh my god you have no idea you're probably listening to me going you have no idea i'm a parent i've got these kids they drive me absolutely nuts pour me pour me pour me a drink and um, it's so difficult, right? And everybody knows that these are hard times. No one thinks that this is easy. I mean, JF just told me that vegetables are double the price than they were uh, last year. A friend of mine told me that her bills, like electric bills, are double what they were a year before. And that's stressful. And that makes you want to drink because you're like, I feel so stressed out. I don't want to, I don't want to feel like this. How can I tune out? My kids driving me nuts these holidays and having to buy all this crap that nobody even needs anyway. Um, all these outside expectations we have about how we're supposed to show up a certain way or we're not good. Um, it's constant ever playing in your head. Like judgment, judgment, judgment. Assumption, assumption, assumption. I'm gonna tell you a story. I was, um, you know I'm taking this, this class. And I have to coach people on my class as part of my homework. And you guys know I've been coaching for a really, really, really long time. So for me, I'm like, oh, I'm good at this. I know everything. I got this. I got this. And yesterday I was talking to my, my mentor. And she said, you know, you assume things when you're talking to people. And I had never thought I did that. And when she pointed it out to me, I was like, you're so right. I think I know. But I don't know. 
And I assume because that makes an ass out of me and out of you, right? That's that old stupid saying that they had. But I, you know, I assume things and I don't like to assume things, but I do assume things about other people. And it's one of my goals for 2023 is to really, really recognize what I'm assuming and what is real and what isn't real and what assuming does to the other person and taking the deep breath and going, oh my gosh, I have no idea what it's like to walk in that person's shoes. I have no idea how um, I can help this person. I don't know what it's like. I sit here, I think I know, but I don't. All I can share with you is my experience. I can say what I heard you say back to you if we're working together and, um, and move forward. But really taking, um, taking the time to just, um, let things happen and let people feel. So back to the kid thing and back to this holidays and back to all these feelings and get back to what's going on in the world and where we are with everything and how to manage through this season. And, you know, we're almost 10 days away. You know, tomorrow will be 10 days from Christmas Eve. And um, doing things a little differently, maybe. Um, maybe you have um, traditions that you do that aren't about presents, are more about, like, telling stories. Um, we read the Polar Express before Christmas dinner or before we go to bed on Christmas Eve every year. We've done that since my kids were babies. This is prior to the movie coming out. So it's been around for a really long time. I do that tradition every year. And even when I, I don't know if I did it when I was drinking, but for 16 years I've been doing this. I've, that's a tradition. And the presence thing is like, if I can't afford it, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to go into hock so that I can give my kids this certain number of gifts under the tree because that doesn't make who they are. You know, spending time with each other is such an important thing. And when we are, at least for me, when I was getting sober, I had so much, um, I had, for one, I was so had no idea who I was. I had always been what everybody else wanted me to be. And I was so filled with fear for so long that fear was the driving force for everything. So when that all stopped and I had to start to feel these feelings, they were, they were, God, I can't even think of the word. It was just like, oh my gosh, drowning. That's all I can think of. I was drowning in feelings and, and, um, drowning in these thoughts of constant, like, measuring myself to other people's outsides thank god there was not social media back then the way it is today but i think that if i have another suggestion besides the traditions at your family table it's staying off social media during the holidays especially if you're feeling tender if you're feeling less than if you feel like shit about yourself right now do not go on social media because all that does is perpetuate the feelings is um, it, it makes us feel again less than you're like, look at Sally's got this fabulous life. She's going on this vacation or Billy's going, you know, look at him. He's out there with all these guys and he's doing all this ski trips and they look so happy. And we can't keep judging and assuming things by photographs, even by people's appearances on the outside. Until you really get to know someone, you cannot know how they feel. You cannot know what it's like to walk in their shoes you cannot assume anything 
it's all about taking this in and just being like, how do you feel about this situation? And if you're feeling less than, it's like bringing yourself up, putting on that favorite song. I talked about that last week a little bit, I think. You know, putting on that um, Beyonce or whatever who it is that brings you up. It's putting something on that brings you up and out of where you are so that you don't have to feel so upset. Um, getting to that place that you're like, I'm going to stop judging myself against somebody else, you know, and being a parent when you're sober is brings with it a whole new slew of things. Um, when my kids were growing up, so Kent was 10 when I got sober. So when he was starting to like do stuff, I guess like 15, 16, 14, 15, 16, when they start, you know, going and doing stuff that you're like, what are they doing? And being that adamant teenager that's rebellious and has that mouth that just goes, bat, 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 and you're just like, excuse me, who is this person? I was actually talking to somebody the other day, and she was talking about her daughter. She's like, she came down the stairs, she looks the same, she smells the same, she, um, I think it's my daughter, but when she opens her mouth, it's definitely not my daughter. Where did she go? And with my boys, you know, teenagers trying new things and wanting to have that sense of, I want to fit in. I want to go do what everybody else is doing. And I'm invincible. I felt invincible when I was younger. Um, and setting up boundaries for people is really hard when we don't like ourselves. Because we don't think we're worthy of the boundary. So we set up a boundary and we say, you know what, this is, these are the, these are your lines drawn in the sand. You cannot cross here. If you cross here, this will happen. Well, if you don't follow through with that, your people are not going to respect you. So it takes time to be a parent. It takes energy. It takes, uh, it takes an imagination on your part. It takes a, um, it's, it's hard. It's so hard being a parent. And I say this because when I was drinking, when I got sober and I had to like do my life with my kids and it was like Groundhog Day, I hated it. It was like, oh my God, I'm making chicken surprise again. Oh my God. Um, my kids were like, oh my God, we're going to do the same exact thing we did yesterday. And it gets boring. And it gets monotonous. But then when you sit there and you think it's boring, then something else happens. And somebody gets in trouble. Or somebody that's friends with somebody gets in trouble. And then drama happens, right? And then drama happens. And then you're stuck with these feelings of like, okay, now what? What am I going to do? My child got in trouble with, you know, doing something with the police. He was... Okay, I'm just going to throw a random thing out. I don't know that this is true of anybody, but anyway, I'm just going to throw this out there. Anyway, if anybody can relate, your child just got busted for smoking weed, and you're like, oh my God. And the child comes back and goes, what's the big deal? It's legal. And um, it is legal in some of the states. I believe it's a gateway drug. I know it's a gateway drug, and people can say back and forth to me that it's not, but I can tell you that it will lead you to wherever it goes. And... Um, and when it's legal in other places and you live in a state that it isn't legal and your child gets in trouble for it and they're like, what's the big deal? It's, um, for one, I go back, I went back to the beginning with, especially with my kids and I'd say something to the effect of like, I know that it's legal in other states, but I want to tell you that where this marijuana hits you in your brain, 
is the same place that the alcohol and addiction and all that in the front part of your brain, it hits there. And so it's changing your brain chemistry. Dope, it's called dope for a reason. It makes you dumb. Because my kids would notice, why are my grades going down? I'm like, well, because you're smoking dope and dope makes you dumber. And they're like, ah, that's not true. I'm, oh, yes, it is. Oh, yes, it is. You lose motivation. And so what do you do? What do you do when a kid does this? And if you're asking my opinion, so I grounded my kids all the time. They were grounded all of the time. They, I talk, they talk to me about it still to this day. They're like, mom, I was grounded all of high school. And the reality is, yes, they were. They were grounded all of the time. And I was called different names. I'm an idiot. I'm the worst parent. I'm the worst mom. I hate you so much. I hate your guts. You're a horrible person. I don't want to do this. I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. And um, I love when they told me I was the worst mom because I was like, I'm the worst mom out of all the moms in the world. I'm the worst one. Oh my God, that's a huge accomplishment. Bring it on. Now this has to take your self-love to feel this way, by the way. If you're feeling down and you got to go against a kid, let me tell you, you got to bring yourself up. You got to, because they will get you at any weakness. You got to make sure that you believe in you and you believe in what you're saying to them. If it is, you're not going out and you are home every night and you don't have the car and they're like, but wait a minute. And you're like, yeah, but wait a minute, what? And no social media, cell phone's gone, cell phone's gone. And, um, Mine would say, I need my cell phone. I'm like, what do you need your cell phone for? Nothing. You don't need to get on. What do you need to get on th those things for? No reason. You want to look something up? I'll give you a dictionary. I actually had a dictionary. I have a dictionary. Um, I think I even had an encyclopedia then. But you can do all these things. And if you, you can run the internet in your house. You can go and say off all this social media. And you're like, but I like to look at social media. Well, you might need a break too. You all get a break. You all get a break. Because going and doing this parenting and keeping yourself safe keeping your kids safe in this world right now takes effort and energy so are you going to waste your energy looking at what everybody else in the world is doing on social media social all these people that you don't even doesn't even fucking matter to your life you they could care less to your real life really because at the end of the day it's your family that's the core unit that ma that ma that matters is your family it's the family unit. It does not matter. And your family, you might say, is me and my uh, my partner and our kids or our pets, whatever it is, that's your family. Embrace it. You know, it's important to embrace this. It's not important to go down these tangents and when kids say, I want to be a this or I want to be a that, it's like, okay, good. Go dress like whatever you want to be. But before you're 25, it doesn't matter because your brain isn't developed. And as your parent, it is my job to say to you, you're going through a phase and they can be like, no, you're not. No, you're not. I'm going to feel like this forever. Well, I've never felt one way, the same way forever in my entire life. There has not been decades that I felt the same way about anything. I can't, I can tell you that. I can tell you when I was in high school, I wanted to be MC Hammer. I had the pants for MC Hammer. I wanted to be YouTube. I wanted to be like, have my hair like, uh, like spiked up everywhere. And I wore like silks, whatever. I just wore crazy clothes and I was a punker and I like to smoke cigarettes. Da, 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 da. And, um, I think back to those times and if my mom had embraced my mom's like whatever that's a battle i'm not going to fight but you go do what your craziness is and so you do. and it was it wasn't crazy it was what i was doing it was how i found out who i was but we don't go and embrace when somebody says i want to do something if it doesn't make sense and if it's not healthy 
like doing these extreme things that are going on right now in our universe. It's just not, it's crazy. Like, what are we doing? We like, we don't let the, the inmates run the, in, the prison. We, it's like, we're the parents and we have more life experience than that they do. And I would say that to my kids all the time. I might not know everything, which I know nothing, by the way, the older I get, the less I know. But I had to admit to them, you know what? I might not know everything, but I know more than you do. And I've been around a couple more decades than you have. So I think that gives me the ability to tell you what is right and what is wrong and what is going to fly in this house and what isn't. And there are things that I messed up on for sure. For sure. I didn't do anything perfectly. I, I fucked up all the time. But, you know, at the same time, I tried to do my best. And their interest was always the most important thing in my life. What was important for them to make it to the finish line? And you're like, what's the finish line? Well, I thought the finish line was high school. I was damn wrong. I was wrong on that. It's not over at the finish line. It is over. I don't know when. It's not over now. But the, it's changed. It's like when they're little, you need to pay attention to like, are, is their diaper? I was just talking to this actually new dad at the, when I was at yoga earlier today. And he was saying, well, the baby, he's like, he's good when he's like calm all the time. And we change his diaper or, you know, it's like all certain things. And you're like, well, I don't sleep then. So when they're babies, you don't sleep because they're waking up all the time. And then they go to the place where they get this mouth when they're teenagers and they're at home. And you're like, they're not listening to me. Well, you're the boss, not them. I just want to give you that. I'm giving you the power to let you know that you're the boss. If you pay the bills in your house, you're the boss. It's your house. They are not the boss. You are the boss. They need a boss. They don't need somebody to go say, oh, what do you want to do? How do you know what you want to do? Especially if you've been drinking. Like for me, I drank for so long. I'm like, well, wait a minute. What do you want? What? I'm not going to ask you what you want. I, we're going to figure this out together. But I'm not going with your first plan because you've only been around for 12 years. You're 12 years old. How do you know what you want? You kind of think you think that's what you want. But in reality, I know where that road goes because I've seen it before. So it's going to give me a better idea to say, mm, not a good idea. Not a good idea. And they say, well, I want to do it anyway. I say, I don't give a shit what you want to do. Sorry. This is not... You know, this is our home and it might turn out, sound like I'm a dictator, but the reality is, is my job as my, as the parent of these kids is to make sure they're safe. And if your kid is talking back to the police and saying, I don't care if I get into trouble, maybe see what it's like if they really get into trouble before they get killed. Like maybe call a friend and say, can you arrest them? and see so that they can see what it's like. They used to do these things back in the day. So you could scare your kids. I know parents that have done things like drop their kids off in the city and said, okay, bye, and took their cell phone, dropped them off, no phone, no nothing, and say, go figure it out now. You think you got this? Go ahead. You think you know everything? Go ahead. And it scared them straight. It's our job to do that. It's the holidays. It is emotion galore right now. Kids are like, oh my gosh, Santa's going to bring me gifts. I'm going to get all this stuff. And if you can't get all this stuff, if you can't afford to get your kids everything they want, it's okay. I think they'd rather have a tummy full of food and a warm bed than they would an Xbox. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. They might not understand it right now and they might bang their feet and they might bang their head and they might go, I didn't get what I want. Well... You know, we don't always get what we want. I want a house that's right on the ocean. Okay, that's what I want. Well, guess what? It's not happening. Can't afford it. No, can't. Got to stomach that one. Can't, don't I? 
It's not happening today. Maybe one day, but today it's not. But it's in the maybe 10, 20, 30 year process. But I can work for it. I can work for it. It's a goal. You can say to your kids, you know what? You can get a job. You can go and start shoveling driveways. I know this week right now there's a huge snowstorm coming across the United States. Get your kids out there. Get them cleaning up the mess from the storms. Pick up sticks. Do all the stuff that we had to do. Instead of having them say, oh, I'm going to go sit and watch TV. It's really hard when both parents are working today and they're working so hard to get ahead and they're both at work and their kids are at home and they feel guilty and they think that giving them this gift is going to make it better. But you know what is so much more important is the time you're going to give your kids. Give them time, your time, your undivided attention. Put down the phone. Put down the iPad. Put down the computer. Take a time out. This past Sunday, I got off social media altogether. I haven't been going on there at all recently. I've not been posting. I've not been doing any of that stuff because the I just I I don't want to. I, it's a waste. It's a it's like a time sucker. There's too many other things I want to do. I don't want to waste my time looking at other people's lives because I'm going to tell you it does put me in a bad mood. It puts me in a bad mood. It makes me feel uncomfortable. It makes me feel like I'm judging my life. This is just too much. It is hurting me. It's making me feel mad at my husband because I don't have this perfect looking life. And I'm judging my insides. They're absolutely no way. Not doing that anymore. No way. I'm assuming things and I don't want to assume things anymore. No, I don't. I've got to get into action with that. That means turning it off. When I'm bored, instead of going and looking on Facebook or on Instagram, I'm going to pick up a book. Okay, Danielle Steele books are amazing. I can't stop flipping the pages and she's written like 8 billion books. So you can read those and get yourself lost in there. Um, you know, I love to needlepoint and I love to paint and you can draw. You can do so many things where you're using your imagination and you're going to this place that you haven't gone to in a long time. And you're showing your kids by example, look, I'm putting this down. It's very hard when you do monkey see monkey do. I will tell you. That um, drinking for me was such a big thing because I saw my parents drinking. It was like what grown-ups grown did. They were happy. They seemed so joyous. I was like, I couldn't wait to be a grown-up and put on a pretty dress and have a glass of pretty cocktail. And little did I know I was allergic to it and that it would make me crazy, which it did for till I was 37 from 13 to 30. That's a long time. And um, it made me crazy, right? Because I was so into it. It was all I knew how to do. And then today, more parents are taking medications. So kids think it's okay to take medications because mommy takes a medication. But it, the, it, there's no quick fix for any of this stuff, my friends. There's no quick fix. This takes time. It takes diligence. It takes not quitting. It takes going to the uncomfortable place, being accountable, making your kids accountable to you. You know, you being accountable to whomever, your spouse, your priest, your rabbi, your yoga teacher, your coach, whoever it is. If you're listening to this and you're like, I want to change something. I've been wanting to change. I've been in a funk, you guys know, for a year. I'm just going to call it a year. Just call it one big year. 2022 was a big year for me to be stuck and recognizing where I was uncomfortable. And I did the yoga teacher training. I got out of Amelia Island and I moved back to South Florida. 
I did these things and none of them were easy and I've had tons of feelings along the way but I've known that God is good and it's all going to work out one way or the other. Anything is going to work out. It's going to be better than being in that stuck place. Like really being, admitting to myself, my kids are gone. They're, I mean, they're, they're not gone, but they're, they're flowing the coop. They're doing their own lives. I got to be okay with that. It's time for them to do that. And I pray one day they come back and want to at least spend some holidays with me that I would be excited about, but I need to make life about me now. That was really hard. What do I want to do? I'm reinventing this. Wait till you guys see in 2023. This is going to be busy living sober. It's going to be here, but it's going to have, I'm hoping to hire people actually to do the social media part. And if you know anybody who's looking for a job to do social media, I need help. Um, I'm going to do more. I'm just going to be a little more organized with everything. Maybe do some yoga teaching on a YouTube channel. Um, do some speaking engagements. Let's get together. Let's do a, a, a retreat. Who wants to do a retreat in 2023? Who wants to go to Sedona this summer or go out to Arizona or Sedona isn't Arizona, but go out to Santa Fe, New Mexico. That's another thing I'm thinking about doing, renting a house in Santa Fe and getting a bunch of people to come and just spending a week maybe together hiking and doing yoga and just chilling out and churning off everything and really regrouping and getting to this place of what's important and getting yourself back to square. I read an amazing quote by, um, by Virginia Woolf yesterday and it was, I'm rooted, but, but I flow. It's getting to this place that you're rooted in who you are. Who are you? You know, what makes you tick? And you're like, I have no idea who I am. I've been drinking for how many ever years and I don't know who I am and I know I want to quit, but I keep messing up and I keep drinking again. It's okay. It's okay. Just getting to this place that you do this one minute at a time, one hour at a time, one day at a time. If you have a busy, chaotic life like so many of us have today, spending some quiet time is so important and being on your computer and losing yourself in social media is not doing anything for you or your psyche it's addictive it's painful it hurts you stay off of it if you've got a really busy schedule and you're like I'm so busy and I feel like I have no time for myself don't lose yourself in social media maybe lose yourself in a book Go pick up a book. Go pick up something that's going to inspire you. Go start doing free meditations. You can go and do free meditations on Insight Timer or the Calm app, whatever it is that floats your belt. Start meditating. Start getting quiet within you and figure out what you really want and what's really important to you. If your child is on fire in your house, and I don't mean literally in fire, but is like needs you and you see all these signs like getting arrested by the police, they've changed, started changing and hanging out with different friends. Pay attention. They need you. Get quiet. Listen to them. Talk to them. When you listen, don't listen for a response. Listen to what they're saying. I'm going to also throw something in there. You know, I prayed um, 
when I was getting sober, I remember I, I would go to church and be like, God, please, I can't wake up with these hangovers anymore. God, please help me. I don't want to do this again. God, please help me. I don't want to do this again. And that day on August 14, 2006, and I fell to my knees and I said, God, please help me. I never have wanted a drink since then. And I'm going to tell you something. You guys know I like smoke occasionally. Well, during this whole crazy year, I, st I started smoking again. And I think I smoked for like three months. And um, while I was doing it, I hated it every day. I was like, why am I doing this? This is so disgusting. I'm not even doing that many. It's just dumb. It's just a stupid thing. Why am I doing it? What am I doing? And that's how I was about the whole thing. The entire time. And I'd write in my journal, God, please help me. God, please help me. God, please help me. God, please help me. And I'd even talk to Mary, you know, Mother Mary, please help me, please help me, please help me. Talk to the angels, please help me, please help me. Well, seven days ago, I said, it's it, it's done. I'm done doing this. I'm not, my doctor's like, do you want this? Do you want that? I'm like, no, 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 I'm doing this cold turkey. I can do this. And I stopped. And I haven't had one. And I haven't had a craving. I haven't even wanted one. I don't even, it's like, it's like it was never even part of my life. I was like, what was that? What? I look back, I'm like, what was I doing? Why was I doing that? It was so bad. Um, I did it because I was human and I think I needed something, but I don't need it anymore. And God took it away. So I don't have any more cravings anymore. And it's the most amazing thing ever. Prayer works. You're not alone. Remember that. Always remember that you're not alone. This is going to be over in, you know, in, so I guess 10 days, let's just say in 20 days, the, the season's going to be over and you're going to be back to your normal life. And how are you going to manage through the 20 days? What action are you going to take for you so that you don't spiral out of control? So you don't feel like you're like, you have no energy and you have no, you're hating everything about it. How are you going to fix that? I think just taking some time. Try some of my suggestions. Just remember that you can change. It just takes a little bit of time and some effort. But you too can change. I promise you. I promise you. It just takes work. Due diligence. If you have any questions, reach out to me. Elizabeth at ElizabethChance.com That's the easiest way to get me. I'm not going to go into all that other stuff. And it's E-L-I-Z-A-B-E-T-H at ElizabethChance.com and C-H-A-N-C-E. Um, thanks for listening. This was episode 326. Wowza. Lots of stuff. And next week I've got a fun guest coming on. It's exciting. So I'll see you guys next week. And thanks for always listening. Thanks for always being my number one followers and for always writing to me, by the way. I had so many notes last week from the episode with me and JF and people really liked it. And I'm so glad to hear that you like it. And um, it keeps me going. So remember, you're not alone. Reach out to me anytime. And until next time, keep getting busy living sober.